Hey y'all, this is Vera Payam, and I am back with another episode of The Vera Payam Show. So this episode is specifically dedicated to finally answering the question, once and for all, what race am I? So whether in cam, whether like on cam or in my real life, I get asked this question a lot. Like, to a degree that it honestly makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> so I decided to make a complete episode specifically dedicated to just answering this question. Um, to answering what, what race am I, my personal experience with race, and why I personally don't really like talking about it. I just don't find it appropriate to talk about in all situations. Now, just as a disclaimer, you know, I know race can be like a really hot button topic for a lot of people. And so I just want to reiterate that this is about my personal experience with race, um, how I personally view it. And I'm not claiming to speak for any anybody or any group besides myself, right? I'm just speaking for myself. So we'll start off with like some basics about race, right? Like what is race? According to the U.S. Census Bureau, as we categorize it today, there are only five races. There's Caucasian, there's Black, there's Asian, there's Pacific Islander, and there's Native American. So the foundation for these categories was established by Johann Frederick Blumenbach in the late 1700s. And they have very hierarchical and racist origins. Now today, we know that these categories are you know, like biologically pretty arbitrary. Like there's more genetic variation between fruit flies than there are between the different races of humans. Yet this is the, the biological technical standard that we use today. So anything outside of these categories would be considered more of an ethnicity, a nationality, you know, culture, whatever. Uh, however, we also know that race is more than just biological. These categories also have, you know, some serious cultural and political implications. For example, uh, in 1930, the U.S. government attempted to add Mexican as a race to the U.S. Census. However, due to protests from the League of United Latin American Citizens, LULAC, a Mexican-American organization, it was permanently removed. Now the major issue for people of Latin American descent, um, this was a really big issue for them because at that time being white was the only way to actually enjoy the full rights, specifically property rights of being a US citizen. So if Mexican Americans were no longer categorized as white, then they would have been liable to potentially have their rights and property taken away. It should also be noted that the U.S. Census was also how the government identified Japanese Americans uh, for internment camps in the 1940s. So politically, it was understandable why a lot of Latino people really didn't trust being singled out by the government in such a way. So ethnically, I'm Latina. So as far as these categories of race are concerned, I'm not Black, I'm not Asian, or Pacific Islander, and I'm not aware of having enough Native American ancestry to qualify as being Native. So according to the census, my race is Caucasian. 
saying I'm Caucasian might be technically correct on paper. However, I think it's probably pretty clear, like, just by looking at me or by talking to me, like, I'm not white. Culturally, identifying as Caucasian, you know, it, it implies that a person is white or has, like, significant uh, European ancestry. And we know this because in 1970, after the race question, the U.S. Census added the Hispanic question. <laughs> Are you of Hispanic origin? This implies that being Caucasian with Hispanic origins is clearly distinct from being a non-Hispanic white. Meaning that people with Hispanic origins are not really white. Now, this can get kind of tricky because uh, I do know that there is like a, a you know, small percentage of Latinos who do identify as being white, usually for the social or political reasons I mentioned earlier. Um, but I think if you ask any like white supremacy or white nationalist group, they probably agree that Caucasians with Hispanic origins are not really white. So first off, just asking me what race I am doesn't accurately tell you anything about me culturally or otherwise. The next thing I want to talk about is the term Hispanic. So as far as my ethnicity goes, like I said, I'm Latina. However, I personally do not identify as Hispanic. I don't like the term Hispanic and I do not appreciate being called Hispanic. Hispanic means of Spanish descent and origin. Spain geographically exists in Europe. Before the Spanish arrived in South America, there existed a wide variety of different indigenous and native groups of people, all with distinct cultures, customs, and languages. Yet, because at some point, because Spain colonized and committed genocide all over Latin America, all the people from Latin America are just now generally referred to as Hispanic, of Spanish origin, instead of like Latino or of Latin American origin. Now, I'd really like you to think about this. The Spanish colonized another land, raped, murdered, enslaved all of the indigenous people, wiped away any trace of their history, and then forever renamed all those people after themselves. That's like someone coming to your home and then like raping and murdering your family and then just like forever renaming your family after the group of people that murdered them. To me, in my opinion, it's, it's akin to calling like Native American people Indian, right? It's giving these people the identity of their colonizer, right? Now, I understand that, you know, from a like biological standpoint, right, like a lot of Latino people share some genetic link with the Spanish. However, given that a lot of Latino people are mixed and have both indigenous and Spanish heritage, it's really arbitrary to just label them as Hispanic or of Spanish origin. Now, I know a lot of people do identify themselves as Hispanic. And a lot of people do use the terms Hispanic and Latino interchangeably. Like I know that I used to, you know, when I was younger, um, 
But the more that I learned about like my history and culture, you know, um, my views kind of changed. And I just personally, on a personal note, I just personally, you know, find the term Hispanic to be just like a little distasteful, especially to describe, you know, like to just use as a blanket statement to describe all people from Latin America. Like I just personally find the term Hispanic distasteful, lacking in, in cultural and historical sensitivity. And, and, you know, just, I find it rather offensive. And so this is one of the reasons that I don't like to talk about race because it's not just complex, you know, historically, culturally, biologically, but it's also very personal. What race are you? You know, this question might come off as seemingly innocuous, but for me personally, you know, there's just no simple way for me to answer that question without addressing all of the history behind it and without sharing like my deep-seated personal feelings about it. And for what? Uh, like assuming that the person asking me has positive intentions, what, to indulge some random stranger's curiosity who may or may not really be expecting like this deep of a conversation, who may or may not be expecting like, you know, this kind of an answer. Or think about like when I'm in my cam shows, like am I supposed to just like stop masturbating to start talking about like genocide and colonization? Like, <laughs> like this question just isn't necessarily, like it's not always the most appropriate question to be asking people, you know? Or on a more malicious level, right? Like, like people could be asking me this question so that they can validate and place me on their presupposed human hierarchy. No, thank you. You know, I can't, I can't change the fact that some people do look at people on a racial hierarchy. However, I can avoid giving them the information that they need to validate their bigoted worldview. Like I can't stop people from being racist but I can avoid engaging with them within that framework. And so while I might look, you know, interesting or exotic to some people, this conversation is neither of those things to me. I personally just find it exhausting, irritating, and kind of trite. And in my personal experience, Conversations that start this way rarely ever go anywhere interesting or constructive. More often than not, they usually end up leading to boring questions or just get straight up offensive. So I'll give you some examples of what these conversations usually look like for me. Two years ago, uh, I had a job working in an organic farm in the middle of nowhere a uh, little tiny town. Like this town had one signal and half the town didn't even have internet access. I used to joke that there was that there was one person in town, there was one person of color in town and there was one gay person in town and we lived in the same house. <laughs> uh, anyways, it was so, so this, this particular day, it was like a lazy afternoon and I was working the cider taps at the barn 
and there was this like this really old man and he was just kind of like wandering around the farm he was like really old like he was probably older than the fucking dirt on the barn floor and he kept like kind of passing by my station and just kind of like like kind of looking at me you know and finally he comes over and then like you know his little old man flirty way you know comes to me and he says you know i i've been looking at you you're just you're just so exotic looking like, well, where, where are you from, sweetheart? So I kind of sighed, and I was like, mm. I was like, I was like, I know, I, I don't look like I'm from around here. I was like, I'm not, I'm from LA. And he goes, no, no, but like, but where are you from? I said, well, Los Angeles is in California. So I'm from California. <laughs> and he, he laughs, he goes, but, but where are your parents from? I said, Fresno. <laughs> he goes, no, no, darling, what race are you? Now, keep in mind, I'm at work. And this is a super tiny town where, like, everyone knows each other. And a lot of older people who come to visit the farm are also um, financial supporters of the farm. They're also like, we have a lot of investors that come and visit. So I have no idea who this person is, if they're connected to the farm financially or otherwise. So I'm just really trying to like be polite, right? So I tell him, I'm Latina. And he goes, oh, well, you know, he goes, I thought you might be Indian because, you know, I spent, I spent a lot of time in India. You know, I lived there for a year and the women there were just so beautiful and they had that beautiful skin and you look just like them. Are you sure you're not Indian? I think you must have some Indian in you. I just looked at him and I said, well, old man, since you clearly, you clearly know me better than I know myself. So why are you even asking me? I mean, if you already know what I am, why even bother asking me? He looked a little bit shocked and then I just, I turned and I like grabbed myself. I just shuffled for something. I just like grabbed my cell phone and I just started like pushing buttons. Like, and I just kind of like, you know, and he probably mumbled something or whatever. And I just pushed buttons until he went away. <laughs> and then what stands out to me, there's a couple things that stand out to me about this situation. You know, it's not just like, oh, he's old. He's old school. You know, like, I think for me, what stands out is that, you know, I made it really clear that I did not want to answer his question. And then when I finally did, he just completely dismisses my answer. Like, I can't even express what an incredibly rude thing that is to do to someone. Like, force them to answer a question they don't want to answer and then just ignore their answer altogether. And the other thing that stands out to me is that this situation doesn't stand out. This is not uncommon for me. I think this is 
<laughs> this is another reason why I don't like to answer the question about race is because on the rare occasion that I do tell people what, like what ethnicity I am, they often don't even fucking believe me. <laughs> like I remember this one time uh, I used to, uh, when I was, when I was like barely, barely starting college, uh, I was a makeup artist at the mall. And I remember there was this like beautiful African girl who worked at the kiosk down the hall. And she was just like absolutely stunning. She was just, I just thought she was so gorgeous. Like, I don't remember, she told me where she was from. I don't remember exactly where she was from, but I just remember she had these like, like bright, like golden eyes. And I just remember being like completely enamored with her. And so she would like ditch her kiosk. Like whenever I was working, she'd like ditch her kiosk and she would like come over and like hang out with me at my counter and like flirt with me and chat. And I remember this one day she comes up and she like leans on the counter and she's like, oh, sweetheart, tell me, what race are you? Where are you from? And so I tell her and she goes, oh, no, darling, you're too beautiful to be Latina. I looked at her and I was just like, get the fuck away from me. Don't talk to me. Don't ever talk to me again. You know, it doesn't matter if someone's from a country town, you know, in the backwoods or the middle of nowhere or like supposed like liberal safe haven of California. Like <laughs> people who ask me this question just always manage to somehow take the conversation like super sideways. <laughs> so the last story, uh, this last story I'm going to share uh, happened a couple months ago when I went back to LA. Uh, so a couple months ago, I went back to LA. I went back to LA for the holidays to visit like friends and family for Christmas New Year's. And one of the people I made time to see was my friend Elle. Uh, so she was going through a rough time. And she had just moved back home with her mom. And I've known Elle since high school, uh, but I never, I never met her parents. And so she's, she's half white, half Mexican. Her mom's white, blonde hair, blue eyes from Indiana. Her dad's Mexican, but she's never like really met him. She's never met him. Um, she didn't grow up with him or anything. She was raised by her stepdad, who's African-American. Now, as a rule, I generally, I don't talk about my ethnicity or my race. Like at all costs, I just really avoid the conversation. And so I met her, I met her mom's house. And when her mom asked me where I was from, I was just like, it was really evasive. I just like, I pretended not to hear her, you know, like I, I just changed the subject. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, I'm from LA, you know. I was like, yeah, I was born and raised here, you know. And I just made it really clear that I didn't want to talk about it. However, she just would not leave me alone. Like she kept bringing it up. And in less than 15 minutes, she like followed me around the kitchen and she asked me like over three times. And, you know, I'm like looking around her house and, you know, given like how multicultural her family looked on the surface, you know, I'm in her house. I thought, okay, maybe she's just curious, you know, like, so I, I finally, I eventually was like, okay, I finally told her, right? And immediately she's like, oh, do you speak Spanish? And I go, no. And she laughs. She goes, she goes, you don't speak Spanish. You're not Latina. She's like, you're white. And she's just like laughing. And I was just like, I fucking glared at her with like the burning rage of fucking Hades in my eyes. Like I was so pissed off 
it took like every fucking bit of self-restraint I had, of like self-restraint that I had to like not fucking tear into this bitch. Like, I really just wanted to be like, what, you think because you have a black husband and you fucking collect black Santas that that makes you like a fucking expert on race? That you think that because you have a black husband that you're not able to be racist? Like, I think what's important to note is that, you know, these kinds of comments, like, they're not just jokes. Whether Whether someone means it or not, right? Whether it's intentional or not, the purpose and function of racial slurs racial comments and racial jokes is to deconstruct a person's identity. For her to call me white was an attempt to strip me of my cultural identity while simultaneously denying me any of the privileges that come along with being white. She knows damn well that I'm not white and I'm not treated as such. Otherwise, she wouldn't have been so insistent on finding out what my race was in the first place. So all this happened in like, in like a split second while I'm fucking looking at her. And, and in that moment, I just, I just disengaged. I just stopped talking to her. I politely excused myself and I left a few minutes later. And so my friend walks me out and she's totally embarrassed and she apologized for her mom. She's like, dude, I'm so sorry. You know, she's like, my mom's ignorant, you know, like, I was like, it's cool, you know, like, I, you know, I don't, I don't hold my friend, you know, responsible for that. That's not her fault, you know, I was like, it's cool. Um, but, you know, I did let her know. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be coming back to visit your family anytime soon. <laughs> like, and she, you know, and, and she understood, right? She understood. I think the other thing that's important to note is that this conversation didn't take place in some in town. This wasn't the 1950s. This wasn't with some backwoods hillbilly who'd never set eyes on a brown person before and like didn't know, you know, didn't know any better. This happened in Los Angeles barely two months ago with the woman whose daughter is half Latina. And this is what most conversations about race end up looking like for me. And bear in mind that these aren't even the worst conversations I've had. They're just the most recent. They're just the ones that that come to my mind first. This is why I don't like talking about my race or my ethnicity with people that I don't know. And on the topic of speaking Spanish, there's one more story that I do want to share with you. Last time, so when I did visit California, I also made time to visit and interview a good friend of mine named Rai. If you haven't checked out that interview, I definitely suggest going to check it out. Right now, it's currently on my podcast. It's absolutely fantastic. It's really long, but it's really good. And there was this one part of the interview where I mentioned that I kind of always had always been aware of like race and gender and social justice issues and inequality. And he's kind of surprised. And he asks, like, he's like, Really? Like, always? And I was like, yeah. Like, ever since I was a kid, like, I I was aware of, like, power. And I noticed times when I was being treated differently. And I didn't mention it on the podcast, but there was one situation that, that really came to my mind. I don't remember how old I was. I was probably somewhere between the ages of, like, 8 and 11. 
I think I was like walking to, you know, the little bodega on the corner or something like that. And I was walking home and this older Latino guy comes up to me and he says something to me in Spanish. And I told him, oh, no, I don't speak Spanish. You know, like, no, habla espanol. And he looks at me funny. And then he says something else in Spanish. And I returned the funny look. And I was like, I don't speak Spanish. Like, and he looks at me and he's like, are you sure you don't speak Spanish? And he kept saying different things to me in Spanish. Like, he kept speaking to me. And I just looked at him like, what the fuck? I was like, I just told you. No, I don't speak Spanish. And then finally, he burst out. He's like, I know you speak Spanish. He's like, why don't you speak Spanish to me? He's like, I fucking hate when people like you pretend to not know how to speak Spanish. And I was like, yo, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I just told you I don't fucking speak Spanish. Like, what the fuck don't you understand about that? Like, if I spoke Spanish, I would fucking tell you. Like, why would I lie about something like that? Like, that's stupid. And he shoots back. He's like, because I'm looking at you. And you're brown like me. You're Latina. I know you speak Spanish. He's like, don't be fucking ashamed. Just admit that you speak Spanish. Like, why are you ashamed? I was like, I was like stunned. I was like shocked. Like, I didn't know what to say. Like, it's like, number one, I don't know where this is coming from. Like, I'm a kid. This grown ass man that I don't even know is like coming up to me out of nowhere, like yelling at me, convinced that I speak Spanish. Like, I mean, seriously, like for a second, like he almost had me second guessing, like, oh shit, do I speak Spanish? Did I forget? Did I forget that I learned Spanish at some point in my life? Like, and then finally I snapped back. I was like, why would I be ashamed of speaking Spanish? Like being bilingual is a skill. Like that would be extra money when I get a job. Like if I spoke Spanish, that would be an asset, but I fucking don't. So leave me the fuck alone. And I mean, obviously, like, I walked home or whatever, but I carried that memory with me for a long time, specifically because I didn't understand. Like, this guy was clearly angry and hurt about something. And I knew it wasn't specifically about me, but I didn't understand why or, like, where it was coming from. Like, I didn't understand what his experience was, you know, what made him feel that way. Or why he chose to put it on me, of all people. Like, I just, I just, it was very confusing for me at that time. I just didn't get it, you know? And it wasn't until I was in college that I was able to really put that, that experience into perspective. In college, I did a lot, I did a lot of, like, volunteer work. I participated in a lot of, like, extracurriculars and whatever I could get my hands in, I fucking did it. And so one of the events that I attended was this like networking convention for all the Latinas on campus. It was an all day mentoring event with um, Latina students, staff, faculty. Uh, and so after, so it started off with a bunch of slideshows, we had lunch, and then they put us into small groups called familias. And they gave us like a bunch of activities to do. And at one point they gave everybody in our group like a little piece of paper with a question on it. And then we would go around in a circle, you know, like reading our question and then sharing our experiences about it. And there was this one girl in our group who was, she was like real tall, thin. She had like super light hair, really fair complexion, kind of light eyes. And she opened up her piece of paper and before she could even finish reading it, just like tears started like streaming down her face. And she just like burst into tears. She just like started sobbing. And we're all like, whoa, like. Like, oh, you know, like, is she okay, you know? And 
and we give her tissue and stuff. And, um, and her question was, have you ever lied about speaking Spanish or denied that you were of Latin descent? And she shared with us that her parents were immigrants. And when she was growing up, she hated it. Where she grew up, she would see like other Latino kids constantly being bullied, uh, being called names and racial slurs for being dark skinned, speaking Spanish, having an accent or being a migrant. And she knew that because of the way she looked that she could pass for white. And she just, she didn't want people to look down on her. She didn't want to be treated like that. So she would lie. She would lie about her heritage. She would lie about her language. She would lie about where she came from. Um, she refused to bring any of her friends home to like meet her family. She would never bring friends home. Um, and she would even say mean things to other kids, you know, like just so that nobody would, would guess who she was or where she was from. And she even lied about speaking Spanish. Like, like even she said she'd be like out in public and people would come up to her and like speak Spanish and she would like look at them like she didn't know what they were talking about, even though she could understand every fucking word that was coming out of their mouth. And so she lied about it and she would, for years, she said she just refused to speak Spanish. She like refused. And I guess, you know, now at this time she's in college and I guess, you know, she became more comfortable with her identity, but she still carried around like that shame of having hated herself for so long and having denied her culture. And when I heard this girl's story, it immediately took me back to that situation with that man, that situation that happened to me when I was a kid. And suddenly, I finally understood why that man was so angry. I finally understood where his pain and his frustration came from. You know, even as a child, I had other people's pain and suffering put on me. You know, I was forced to confront and think about these things, about race and about power from a very young age. Even before I knew what these things were or what to do with these thoughts or these feelings. Like, and even though I knew that they didn't necessarily have anything to do with me, I still carried that suffering, the suffering of people who came before me who experienced it worse than I did. And I had to struggle to figure out what, what it was and what to do with it. And you know, as much as I would like to just say, oh, you know, race doesn't matter, we should all be one and we should all treat each other the same, you know, like as arbitrary as these racial categories are, I think it's pretty clear that they still matter to some people. And whether I agree with it or not, they affect the way that I'm treated and the way I'm spoken to. And you know, it doesn't matter that like all humans technically have their origins in Africa and that it's biologically kind of arbitrary to really identify as anything between then and now, right? Be because, I mean, as flawed as these categories might be, they still have significant cultural importance. Because if they didn't, people wouldn't ask me what my race is all the time. And I wouldn't be recording this podcast.
Now, I'm not trying to say that, like, everybody who asks these kinds of questions, like, has, like, ill intentions or anything like that, you know? Like, I'm sure there are some people out there who, you know, really do want to just have, like, a meaningful cultural exchange. Um, but for a conversation to have any real substance, you need to be asking meaningful questions. You know, for example, like, is your ethnicity a large part of your identity? Has your racial or ethnic identity played a significant role in your life experience? In your experience, does your racial or ethnic identity affect your regular life? If so, how? Do you identify with being more than one ethnicity? How, if so, how does being multi-ethnic affect your experience of each culture? Do you kind of identify with one more than the other? I mean, these are just, you know, examples, right? But I think what's important to note is that first off, none of these questions really require you asking a person what their race is. And second, not everyone considers their race or ethnicity to be a large part of their identity. And if race isn't a large part of their identity, then asking somebody what their race is isn't really for their benefit. It's for yours. You know, when I'm asked about my ethnicity, like I hardly ever get asked these kinds of meaningful questions about my experience. Which tells me that most people who are inquiring about my race aren't really interested in having a meaningful conversation about my experience. Because the conversation that they're looking for is not about me. It's about them. And I think that it's important to note that, you know, if someone is kind enough to open up and, you know, answer your inquiries about their race or their ethnicity, I think it's important to believe them when they tell you what their experience is. I don't think that everyone experiences their racial identity in the same way. You know, some people don't even view race as like being a large portion of their identity or as a defining feature in many of their life experiences. And that's totally fine. You know, however, a lot of people do. And not all of those experiences are positive or appropriate for casual conversation. And I think that, you know, race and ethnicity can be just a really personal or sensitive subject. And just because it might not have played a large role in our life or it might not be a sensitive subject to us, doesn't mean it hasn't played a more significant role in someone else's life. And of course, we need to believe people when they tell us what their experiences are. And so ultimately my point is, you know, I just, I personally don't think that asking about someone's racial or ethnic identity is a casual question or always an appropriate thing to ask in any given situation. And it's a subject that, you know, like I personally just don't really feel comfortable discussing with people that I don't know. On a lighter note, I also think that uh, asking somebody what race they are is just, it's just kind of a lazy question in general. Like assuming that, you know, there's benevolent intention there and that someone is just genuinely, you know, interested about my culture or curious about understanding more about me like 
there's an infinite number of questions that someone can ask me that are far more meaningful and far less invasive than my racial ethnic identity. Like, are you religious? What was your favorite food growing up? Where did you grow up? What's your nationality? I'm American, by the way. My parents were American. My grandparents were American. And my great-great-grandparents were American. What kind of music do you listen to? What made you want to go from the city to working on a farm? Do you have any siblings? Did you go to college? If so, what'd you study? Like, all of these questions would yield way more useful information about me, my values, and my culture, and elicit an overall better response for me. I mean, even asking me, like, like, what's your sign? <laughs> like, even that, it, like, would be better than asking me, like, what race are you? By the way, I'm a cancer. <laughs> so I think that's all I got for you today. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, and thank you for making the effort to support my work. Uh, by following my podcast, by following my channel here on YouTube and all my other social media. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you so much and I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me and to listen to my story. And as always, I don't know you, but I love you. <laughs>